You're listening to the RUV English podcast. To hear more and for all the news from Iceland in English, just head to ruv.is slash English. This is Ruv English and I'm Darren Adam. Thank you very much for your company. Today I'm talking to Brandon Peel, who joins me on Zoom from Isafjörda. He's a university student. Brandon, hi, where are you from? Hi, um, so I'm originally from El Paso, Texas, in the United States, but I moved here to Isafjörda uh, two years ago to study at the university, okay. uh, the Hospital Center, best year. And one of the sort of cultural ties you have now to the Westfjords is that you follow the local football team in the Westfjords. And we should say that that's not American football, of course. That is uh, what, <laughs> what Europeans might call proper football. Soccer, I guess. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm constantly having to switch between saying soccer and saying football here. Yeah, I mean, I mean, were you a fan of American football back home? I grew up as a fan of American football. And then as I got more interested about the world and traveling and sort of exploring, I got more interested in what I call soccer, proper football. Okay. Now, the team in the Westfields, Vestri, mm -hmm. uh, it's the football department of the, the local multi-sports club, as is the case in quite a few towns in Iceland. Mm -hmm. How did you get into following them? What was the way in for you? Well, I mean, I think immediately when I got here, I'm a big sports fan, so I was like, all right, let me find the local sports teams. Hmm. Um, and driving in from the airport uh, in Isafir that you pass right by, Yes. Um, always forward in so yeah, the stadium's right there and then i think a fellow student a friend of mine who also is a big um vestry fan who'd been here a year before uh took me to my first game like you feel like sports come watch and it was so fun it's it's like such a small ground but you feel mm. you can hear the players talking and it's it's a great sporting experience so and then i was hooked so a more intimate experience than maybe you might have had following sports in america i guess yeah oh absolutely uh yeah, yeah. you know in the united states the stadiums are ten thousand to eighty thousand people and always maybe has a capacity of two thousand yeah i mean eighty thousand would be something like one-fifth of the entire icelandic population i think so <laughs> right it's unlikely you're going to get that in a stadium here i guess now, for anyone who doesn't follow football in the way that you do, and I am aware, actually, that on, on Roof English, and this is entirely my fault, we have something of a blind spot maybe when it comes to covering sport in Iceland, something that I do want to rectify, and this conversation is part of that. How well do Vestry do? You've been following them for two years. How do they rate in Iceland, would you say? So they play in the first division, which is like the second tier overall. We've got the Vesta and then the first. Hmm. I like to call it the first of. And I would say they're very middle of the pack in the first stuff, which is fun because there's always the expectation that like, ooh, if we have a really good season, mm. we could get up and be in the best division. But there's still the risk of like, it's not confident that we're going to uh, avoid a relegation battle. So every game's exciting. I think the ambitions would be to be sort of a best aside, maybe not compete in the top three or six sides in Iceland, but to be up there in the top division, I think would be ambition but solidly in mm. the sort of second division at the moment okay now iceland is a big country geographically and it's quite hard to get around and this is something that you mm. mentioned in our initial conversation that there are mm. fans of football teams of course all over iceland who make quite lengthy journeys to follow their teams to various places that is something i think we're going to investigate in a future season but what sort yeah. of journeys have you made to follow vestry a lot of the games that we play are down in the capital area so typically we end up going down in that area um, mm. to 
watch the games. I remember the most memorable game this season was an away day at um, Grotta, who play in Selstjernardness. Grotta is the name of the lighthouse, of course, as well. So it's the name of the football team and the lighthouse in that part of the town, which is to the west of Reykjavik, of course. Um, but that one was, it was a rainy, windy, cold May day, I think. And there was almost nobody out there. We were in like, we actually were in trash bags, out in the, <laughs> like pouring rain uh, as the maybe three vestry supporters out there. The team must really welcome having that dedicated level of support, even if it is just three of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's fun because you can they sort of recognize the players from around town and, you know, give them a wave and they recognize you. Um, so I think that's a special thing that you get in Icelandic football that you might not get elsewhere. And how do you travel around? Because that is a, that's a very lengthy drive from Isafjörda to Reykjavik, but it's only a 45-minute flight. Typically by car, um, yeah. we make the drive. We've, there's There's been times that we've considered trying to like get on the same plane as the team, potentially, but that hasn't ever actually happened. The team might fill the plane. Yeah, the team plus a few fans would definitely fill the plane. What yeah. teams have you had coming to Isafjörda from other parts of Iceland? We have teams from the the Reykjanes area coming. Um, I remember that Grindavik mm. brought a bunch of away fans to a game this season that was quite enjoyable. Um, and then a team from Akareri, Thor Akareri, will also come. The biggest game I think that I've seen in Isafjörda was a cup match um, my first summer here in Iceland. And Valer, which is one of the top sides mm. from the best division, came up to play a cup match in Isafjörður. So we were all already enthused that one of the best teams in Iceland has to travel all the way up to Isafjörður. <laughs> and then uh, that that was the best attended game I've seen. There were like cars parked all along. Like the stadium was almost at capacity. Mm. And um, Vestry actually ended up winning 2-1, which was the most exciting result. And so I think I think if we wanted to look at a moment that solidified, like, okay, I'm I'm into this. Is probably yes. that result early. Well, something that you and I have spoken about is the idea, as as we've said, of looking into those journeys that are made across Iceland and what uh, a football fan in Isafjörda might make of Eilstadir. I'm trying to think of a particularly lengthy journey across yeah. the country. That's maybe something we can look into when we get into next year's football season. Again, for those of us who, who don't follow this and don't have the dates to hand, how far through this season are we? Um, we've got seven games left uh, so we're 15 games played uh so we're probably in the final quarter of the season essentially okay so so as of the date of our conversation which is the 11th of august about two-thirds of the <laughs> way through are, are you tempted by the idea of playing yourself do you play sports in east field yeah i i do enjoy playing um football and um, other sports here in east of there's actually so there is um Vestry is the sort of the professional football team, mm. but there's also Herder uh, that is in the fifth division, I believe, in Iceland. And so I have um, gone out and trained with them from time to time uh, just to play a little bit. Uh, yeah, okay. but I enjoy the sports here. Yeah, absolutely. Do your friends from the USA, have they visited you in Isafjörda? If they have, have they shared your passion for, for Vestry and for, uh, for football here? My friends from the USA... Some are not too many are into football, I don't think. Although MLS is growing over mm. there. What did they think then when you decided that you were going to go to Iceland to study? And quite a very beautiful but quite remote part of Iceland. It is academically, of course, very prestigious, but it is a remote part of the world. What was the reaction that you got from friends and family? 
it was like a little bit of a like why did you pick this uh spot but also i think up into that <clears throat> i'd spent like i'd done some exchange time in um, lisbon and in the dominican republic so it wasn't totally out of the blue mm -hmm. that like mm -hmm. i want to go somewhere international um, it was sort of leading up to this big move that was more permanent than just yeah. a semester in these other places and i chose iceland um, and I think Iceland, the United States, has a really good reputation at the moment. Yes. I think people think of it as a really beautiful place to be. Um, so that was quite nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm from the middle of the desert, so people were like, "How are you going to survive the cold and the and the snow and the winters?" And what is the answer to that question? I came knowing full well I didn't have the proper like apparel for this um, living here, so mm. I was going to buy all my apparel here. So I brought a single pair of pants when I first moved to Iceland. You mean trousers? We're again trousers. divided by a common language on that one, aren't yes, we? So yes, that's yes. not one pair of underwear, that's one pair of trousers. <laughs> no, yes, one pair of trousers. Yeah. <laughs> and the trousers ripped the uh, the day I got here. So I, I only had shorts um, when I first got here. And so it's just, you know, learning from people who already lived here, um, learning from locals. Okay, this, you know, going to the shop. What do I need mm. to make it through the winter? Yeah. Find the right clothing. And yeah, just learning experience. And I, that first winter was definitely tough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but, you know, if you make it through the winter, then the summer comes around and you're in love well, with Iceland again. You're two years in and you're studying, of course. What are you studying, by the way? Coastal communities and regional development. So two years into that course, is Iceland the kind of place that you think you'll want to stay in once the course is finished? That is the question that I, I don't have an answer for at the moment. I am in absolutely no hurry to leave Iceland. I very much like being here. Um, but at a certain point, you, like, you need to provide the Icelandic government reason to be here. So I'd have to find a career or something. And also, I do like, I have a lot of family back home and so that mm -hmm. is always going to be a balance between loving this yeah. place yeah. but also you know the people back home well returning to our football conversation mm -hmm. two-thirds of the way through the season as we say we do want i think next year next season to have conversations with people that move around the country mm -hmm. to follow their favored teams and i think i mean you've you've shown dedication there by driving from isofia to Reykjavik. it's not a short journey is it to do that by car to follow a football team and, and do you know of others then either in isofia or in other places that make those kinds of journeys yes yeah so i i my friend who i i tend to do this with and he's actually been to more away matches than i have um he is based in sticky Solmer, mm. but he like is a fan of vestry and he's made it to most of the away days. So he's been out to Akareri and um, Reik, lots of lots of games in Reykjavik as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> I also know that the hood of their team will have away days in Reykjavik area. And if that coincides with Vestry games, then they make sure to support each other. So there's that like good. I know the game in Akareldin and um, Mosfeldar was, uh, was very well attended because of, of this. Um, and then we always love to see away fans come up here to East of here. Um, so I've, I, yeah, people from Grindavik, people from, uh, there's, there's one lady from Bulgar, I remember who had a great outfit and a big microphone and with a microphone and her voice almost matched our entire home, um, support in terms of, in terms of volume, <laughs> uh, 
So those there are people so who are exist. as it's... dedicated as you, certainly, in terms of yeah. the, the journeys that they make. All right, well, listen, we'll, we'll think about that for next year because I think you're right. It's worth looking at once the season begins again in 2024. But for now, thank you very much for your time today. That's Brandon Peel joining me from Isafjörda, sharing his love of the local football team and indeed of Iceland as well. This is Ruve English and I'm Darren Adam and you can get in touch with us anytime by email english at ruv.is You're listening to the Ruve English podcast. To hear more and for all the news from Iceland in English just head to ruv.is English.